0: This podcast is a story about a nation at war, not talking about Russia and Ukraine. I'm talking about Main Street, USA. There is a war against you, your home, your property, your reputation, your job, your political freedom, your belief, your church, your faith in God, your faith in truth, your community, your family, your children, your life and everything you stand for. I wish more and more people understood this is war and it is to erase first the nation from existence and you. The two sides of the war are the new left and the new right. We've seen this downward spiral happening uh, for years now, countless different ways. The majority of the country is sane, but the new left is Absolutely insane. Not the Democratic Party of the JFK era. I would call them the evangelical left. Despite their claims to atheism, they are devoted to a religion, the religion of wokism. And they're on a crusade. Um, honestly, if you look at them right now on the streets with the Supreme Court, they're terrorists. Look at Roe versus Wade, committed to a war against life itself. At the same time, the era of Eisenhower and those kind of Republicans is over. Even the conservatism of the Trump years vanished. The old guard wants a ceasefire. The new right believes words aren't enough. Only action can save freedom. No reconciliation, no common ground. And in the right context, I agree. The time for politeness has come and gone, or has it? The new left needs to be treated uh, for what it is, a a destructor, a a virus ready to kill the American body. Today's guest is willing to bring the fire and intellectually uh, rapid fire. As a former combat veteran, he has literally fought for America. His entire life has been a fight for the everyman because he is the everyman and he has fought the war from many sides. These days, his weapon is his voice. This is a story about a man at war. Please welcome Jesse Kelly. Throughout the whole world, the leading cause of death is abortion. In the US, murder has become a wholesale business since Roe versus Wade. We have killed 63 million children. Nearly 25% of pregnant mothers don't choose life. That's where the Ministry of Preborn and Blaze Media are partnering to help rescue 50,000 babies from abortion in 2022. Just the other day, I met one of those moms. It was the most incredible story. Preborn is the direct competition to Planned Parenthood. They're the largest provider of free ultrasounds in the U.S., and that's the key. When a woman hears the heartbeat, sees um, the ultrasound, she is 80 percent more likely to choose life for her baby. That's why uh, Planned Parenthood fights against it so hard. Preborn partners with the clinics in the highest abortion rate cities. And in the highest uh, abortion rate regions. So what do you do? Well, I would like you to make a donation to help save babies. Uh, we have saved a lot of babies over the last year. I shouldn't say we, you saved a lot of babies. And what you do is you just make a donation. Um, your donation goes directly to more ultrasound machines or just an ultrasound test uh, dial Pound 250 and say the keyword baby if you'd like to help save a baby's life. Pound 250, keyword baby, or you can read all about it and donate at preborn.com slash Glenn. Do it now. It's so good to have you in the studio. It's an honor. Yeah. How it's are an you? Honor. I'm good. Good. I'm good. So my staff has built this up of as, oh, you two, you two are going to go head to head. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And no, no, no. He's a fighter. And I'm like, I'm a fighter too. I just don't happen to believe in club people over the heads. And I don't think you do either. It depends on who we're talking about clubbing
1: in the head. Uh, I, I, I don't think I would deal this as certainly a fighter versus a non-fighter. Right. I've been watching you on TV fight for since, yeah. since I was selling RVs. Right. I was in the Marines when you were back there That's doing crazy. that. So I don't look at it as, as that at all. I just think, um, I don't think we're going to disagree about as much as people think we are.
0: No, I think, you know, there are a lot of people even now who um, have voted differently than you and I their whole life that... Thought that they were liberals or even progressives Mm -hmm. and now are like, okay, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. I think America is really starting to wake up. Some of it. I mean, I. I, Oh, yeah, (laughs) not the whole. (laughs) We got a big fight in front of us, but I, I think we have more people waking up than any time that I've been doing this. I think I think right now. People, for the
1: most part, want to be left alone politically in America. And that's not abnormal for America. Right. right. That's not abnormal at all in history. What, 10, 20% actually participate in politics and everyone else just kind of goes along their business. Mm -hmm. And our biggest problem, and on the right, in my opinion, has been the neighbor across the street from you, the guy you coach T-ball with. He agrees with you on all the issues, but he doesn't get involved because he doesn't want to do politics. And I don't blame him. Right, right? Politics is stressful and we're all worried about it. If either he gets involved or we're going to lose because they have the same numbers we do who are politically involved. Correct. And they're active. Correct. So we either need reinforcements. We need that neighbor to wake up or
0: or we're toast. It's really weird because 60% of the country in revolutionary times didn't pick a side. It was 20% on one side, 20% on the other. And the rest just were like, whatever. And I think we're kind of in that same situation. And uh, while I could kind of understand whatever back then, uh, because you were a long way away from the king and, you know, not a lot had changed in 100, 200 years. Mm-hmm. Now we are about to throw everything away, everything away. And I, I think that's going to sneak up on that 60%. And they're going to go, wait, what the hell happened?
1: The, this is where I disagree with you on this. I okay. agree it's going to sneak up on them, but they're always too late.
0: Oh, yeah. That, no, no, no. That's I know. The problem. It and, will it, be too late.
1: It's not that I think it's not that I think if you were to take every 330, every single American, all 330 mm-hmm. million of them, and we were to go down the list of issues and are we this divided? I think we would come to an agreement that, wow, we're not that divided. Right. You know, 60, 70 exactly percent. Right. But. That doesn't matter at all. And I don't mean this to be insulting, but I'm a rude person, so I'm gonna say it no, anyway. Yeah, go ahead. If you're not politically involved, I mean, I don't, it's not that I wish the worst for you, but <laughs> you, you're in the stands. You're not, you've chosen to not be right. politically involved, and I and understand that. And not to that. choose you is to choose. Yeah, you don't want to get on the field. You might yeah. get bloody, you might get dirty, but you're in the stands. I don't care, because people will say this to me, uh, the country doesn't hate each other, 20% of the country hates 20% of the country. Well, yeah, but as far as the direction of the country goes, those are the only people who matter. Mm-hmm. My politically disinterested neighbor, who I go have bourbons with on Friday, doesn't want to talk politics, that's fine, and I love the guy, great dude, but... He doesn't matter. Not in a political sense, not in choosing the direction of the country. He aligns with me and my values, doesn't doesn't really vote most of the time, doesn't care about politics. So get back to the stands with Right, you. so how do we do we wake those people up or they just do we move on? I think we can probably try to do both. We do need reinforcements. And look, the best aid for that is the communists right now. I mean, every video oh. every video that comes out online of some psychopath teachers trying to turn, right. you, tell your 10-year-old he can chop his penis off oh, yeah. wakes up another suburban mom, Correct. another suburban dad, and uh, maybe we need to meet the teacher. Maybe we right. need to go over the curriculum. Maybe we
0: need to run for school board. They're, help, they're our best recruiting yeah. arm. But, but we need a lot of people in, away. In some way, I think that— uh, Trump, And hear me out. I think Trump losing that election might have been a blessing in disguise because I really felt that so many people on our side were like, yeah, it's all fine now. Trump's got it. It's good. And no, no, it's not. We have a lot of problems. And Biden coming in. You saw what was happening in the schools. You see what's happening, what they're really planning for energy, et cetera, et cetera. And I think a lot of people are going, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not what I signed up for.
1: I agree, and I, I think what Trump did as much as anything else, and I like a lot of well, some things Trump did, yeah. and I hate a lot of some things Trump yeah, did. Right. The spending was absurd. His yes. personnel decisions were nothing short of embarrassing, but he was still, I mean, foreign policy was dynamite. Border was dynamite. Yeah. The do was dynamite on trade. He was great yeah. on some things. Yeah. But I think, his, honestly, maybe his most important contribution was people finally realizing how powerless having the presidency is if the entire rest of the system is against you. I mean, is a four-year president, two-year Russian collusion investigation, impeached yeah. twice over bogus nothing. Right. So if the system has that much power against the president, I think it woke at least much of the right up to... The FBI isn't on your you, side. The you, DOJ isn't on your side. The correct. NSA isn't on. These people
0: aren't on your side. They're not. They're against you, actively working against you. I don't think I even understood the problem. I mean, if you watch me back in the days, you saw the chalkboards and I knew the system. But I don't think I really understood how deep that route ran in the government when he first said. What was it? Uh, he called it uh, not a fast right wing conspiracy, but a, uh, uh, a deep state. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, don't say that, you know, blah, blah. He was absolutely right. And the one thing that I don't know, he was a grenade thrower. And I don't know. Sometimes he threw them strategically. Sometimes he just lobbed them and a wall would come down and he'd be like, oh, my gosh, what are all those mm-hmm. people doing over there? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I've talked to him. He didn't understand how powerful the deep state was when he took it on. And when he got into office, he does now. How, how do you stop that? Well,
1: see, that, that's part of why I have such a dark view of where we're going nationally. Now, not locally, I need to clarify. I believe that because of we have so many red states and red areas that your kids and my kids and their kids after them can have lives very similar to the lives we've had. Federally, I don't think the system, frankly, can be salvaged. I, I do not believe it's salvageable because every part of the government that needs to reform itself is currently put up the walls, as you just pointed out, and they've decided you're the problem. Correct. That's, and look, that's not uncommon historically under mm-hmm. your history geek like I am. Yeah. When you have a corrupt, rotted system of government, very rarely does someone step in and say, hey, guys, let's look in the mirror. Uh, we all We got to clean up ourselves here. That never happens. They always put up a wall and say, the people are the problem. Well, he shouldn't be allowed to say that. And that's what's happened is the Western governments, not just ours, no, no. have now aimed their guns at
0: their own citizens. Isn't and that's it, where we're at. Isn't it bizarre that nobody? Is really looking at the whole West. I mean, we we you know everybody's like these extremists up in Canada, and then these extremists here—they're Donald Trump supporters. There are quote unquote extremists all over the West, and they're all saying in one way or another the same thing. 100%. 100%. You're the problem, we're, not we're, us. We're witnessing a global turning Correct. where
1: these Western leaders, the Western elites, be it billionaires or politicians or whoever they may be, they have forever, I mean, this has been a long time coming. Now they're in a position to act on it. They have forever viewed our freedoms as being absurd. Yes. They believe they are of this higher higher Correct. class. They are the nobles, these peasants and their freedoms. If they would just get rid of those, allow me to make these decisions, I will handle everything. This is world economic Forum. So mm. Stop. Mm-hmm. You've been talking about forever. Yeah. They believe they, it's not a snobbishness the way people understand snobbishness. No. They genuinely believe they're of a higher class. You
0: and your freedom of speech—you're holding the world back, frankly. Right. And because we've give, all met, we've all met together, yeah, all yeah. of us. I saw that thing from the World Economic Forum where they said we've done a poll. We have good news and bad news. Mm-hmm. The elites—we trust each other more than ever before. But the people don't trust
1: us. Well, this is, this is where I have this really stupid ham-fisted analogy. And you're Glenn Beck, so You'll, of course, come up with a better one. No, but I have not. this analogy I use where the Western governments are doing this. And I say, hold a piece of Play-Doh in your hand. Just a big ball. And that's all of Western civilization. you know, The people and the governments included. Right now, the Western governments, they're, they're this little ball that's currently being separated from the people. The big mm-hmm. one. And they don't know how to get back in. They don't know how to regain control, regain the trust of the people. So instead, every effort they do is pulling the ball further away from the big ball of the people. I told you it was a terrible analogy. Yeah, no, no, no. But you they're go. going the wrong way. And mm-hmm. if they keep pulling, it's Play-Doh. They're going to separate. And that's what I see coming. And that's really bad because that separation doesn't come easily. Wow, I don't I know what they, that looks like. But I think that's they I already have
0: separate. What, are, what is holding them, what fibers
1: are still connecting? Well, there aren't any fibers connecting. I, I, I take that back. There's a very weak strand connecting. I mean, you see poll after poll after poll. Now, 50% of the country doesn't trust the FBI. That number should be 100, but it's 50 right now. <laughs> right. That is, so that number is going to
0: continue and to it, climb. And what's really bizarre is if you get somebody else in office, that number... Those people may switch sides
1: and they might not, though, because right, right now people are realizing I'm mean, even the communists realize, OK, these guys are on our side. Right. Uh, they're sitting there black lives matter antifa who's that never heard right. of them whoa there's a there's a soccer mom who's mad their son's learning to be gay in kindergarten what put a terrorist threat label that's on crazy. her people are waking up to the fact i mean that's a big deal. that's one agency but yeah when the fbi isn't on your side and the federal law enforcement arm right. with the power to destroy your life that's a very very big deal that's not a small deal at all
0: you know what's uh amazing to me is how we are treating our farmers and our ranchers right now. We are going to see starvation in the millions around the world. And our country is not going to be able to help because we are dismantling everything. And we are treating our ranchers horribly. The price of meat. I just read this. I think it was in the wall street journal. The price of meat is going to be the highest this summer in generations So how do you afford meat and how do we make sure we're taking care of our ranchers? Because a lot of the meat comes from overseas. It's it's not American meat. Well, that's where good ranchers, American Wagyu. It's raised right here in the United States. It produces the rich, buttery texture that people who know steaks like you and me crave The burgers are individually wrapped so you can easily pull them out and cook them on the grill or in the skillet. You can use them for other meals as well. With meat prices soaring, I love the fact that when you subscribe, you lock in your price and get $25 off of every box for the life of your subscription. Don't worry about the price of meat going up if you subscribe right now. Do it with zero inflation, Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn. So did you see the um, uh, S&P Global, the, the credit rating company, the biggest in the world, came out yesterday and said to the states, we're now going to be ranking you on ESG scores. Mm-hmm. And so now states... If they're not doing the right thing for their state, and I love one of the conditions is if you do anything to cause bad press that may um, endanger and give you a reputational risk, we may have to back off. Florida is screwed financially. Mm -hmm. Um, Texas will be Um, any state that decides to stand up and say no. No. We're not having any gender bathrooms, you know, we we're, we you, you got to be a girl or a boy to go in these bathrooms. Their money will dry up.
1: This is the problem we face. And again, this goes back to my stupid Plato thing. They're they're at this place where the where the trust is leaving them but they're not trying to come back in they're stepping up the gas and pulling yes. out where this is why another reason I'm pessimistic about the country because all of our systems including our financial systems global financial systems are now against the people mm-hmm. they're now against the people so we have to now create our own we don't have we don't have the luxury of giving people the benefit of the doubt. Now, Correct. or at least the other side the benefit of the doubt. Now that doesn't apply to individuals, you know, your neighbor, your crazy aunt on Facebook. It doesn't, I'm not talking mm-hmm. about those mm-hmm. people. But on a macro level, we don't have the luxury of assuming we all just want to live in the same kind of country. We are, look, hey, we can come together. No, no, we can't. We cannot come together on this. We actually have to create completely parallel economies that start with finances, internet servers, stuff we haven't even thought of yet because they're busy taking over all of it and isolating people. How many how many alternative social media companies have, pr- have propped up and then crashed and burned because Correct. they'll just simply surround you and freeze you and cut you off? Correct. The way Solinsky's talk uh, talking about. Say, it. Is, I mean, it's it's, it's communism one on one. Everywhere. And, yeah. and now they have a power that maybe not the number of the people, but they're they're in such positions of power from a corporate level, government level, and not just elected people. Again, we talked about the three letter agencies, they're in such levels of power. Now that they have the ability to do these things. I mean, people right now, people on the right are excited about 2022 for a different reason than I am. They're excited to win back Congress. And I get that. It's not that I dismiss that. That's just fine. It's good. Right? Yeah, let's it's stop good. this
0: doddering old fool from mm-hmm. destroying us. Well, but, let's get a doddering old fool in. Um, in the Senate to run the Senate. I mean, exactly. It, it's okay. So let's
1: get, take back the house and Senate in 2022. Yeah. Let's uh, pick your, pick your poison for 2024. Let's say we went all that back. That doesn't mean anything unless we're taking over school board races and changing this Correct. country from the ground up, which Correct. will take decades. There's no quick solution for this. You could put—I don't—the heavy D's, the soup du jour of the day, and I like—I like Ron DeSantis, I do. Let's give Ron DeSantis the presidency and uh, super majorities in the House and Senate by 2024. You know how much that would help us? Five, ten percent. We have
0: decades of battles to win from the bottom up because the entire structure. I mean, I was talking to—I was talking to Donald Trump about this, and I said, "You, you, you, you the, a president would have to go in." and shut down every cabinet-level mm-hmm. department, mm-hmm. shut it down, fire everybody, mm-hmm. um, and then still you've got legacy crap everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. Uh, the, the
1: things you would have to do as president, let's say, again, you're that president, Trump, with super majorities, and you can do what you want legislatively. The things the president would have to do to salvage America's federal system are things that would make him a one-term president. It's not even arguable. I mean, you, you frankly, you would have to fire every department head at NSA, FBI, CIA, at, uh, day one. Yeah. I don't mean day 20. Well, let's figure out you no, would have one. to fire every officer in the United States military, 06 or above. And I mean every one of them, general, admiral. Maybe you have some slow hire back process where they have to go through a commission. The rod is that deep. Everyone at our military academies, gone, down to the parking attendant, gone. You've got to rip it all out by the roots. And this is stuff that would horrify Normal Americans who aren't politically involved. You would come on here and you'd tell the people, no, this is what's going on. This is why they're doing it. But normal people wouldn't wake up to it. Eliminate the FBI and the president would be gone. The things you'd have to do to save the country, they wouldn't let you do it. And that's if they didn't kill you first. You mean that, too, don't you? I mean, unless they kill you? Well, I mean, people think I'm nuts when I say that they're going to kill them. But... Look at history. Again, corrupt systems kill people. And I've tried to explain this, actually tried to explain this on my radio show yesterday so so people can understand. Wealthy, powerful men have access. Wealth gives you access to what? Everything gives you access to better food, better health care, private jets, fancy houses, pretty girls, steak dinners, whatever. Wealth gives you access to whatever you want. It also gives you access to people who kill people for you. History says this is a fact. Now, how many people are currently getting their bread buttered by our corrupt system? How oh. many? Oh, Defense contractors, environmentalists. Uh, uh, you don't, don't even d- have to d-
0: go to America. Exactly. All over the world.
1: How many of those guys do you have to offend before you offend one with enough money and access to some people who are capable of doing things before they'll kill you? I'm Elon Musk put out that cryptic yeah. uh, tweet about uh, if he loses his life. I didn't take that as a joke. Elon Musk, if he actually tries to bring free speech back, absolutely his life is in danger. I think Donald Trump's life was in danger if he got reelected. I think anyone who actually tries to reform a
0: system this corrupt, absolutely their life's in danger. I uh, I think that's why, and they bragged about it after the election, these giant corporations all did everything they can to take Donald Trump out. And it wasn't about his policies. It was about he's not part of us. He's not in with the Great Reset or whatever it is. He's not part of that cabal. He was a system disruptor. Yeah, that's it. And
1: again, historically, system disruptors get killed. From the Look, it's not like Julius Caesar was the last of the uh, system disruptors who got killed when Rome was changing from a republic to an empire. A lot of guys before him were getting killed from the Gracchi brothers on up. There's a corrupt system. You have a system disruptor. He dies there's a system disruptor, he dies. Eventually, you'll have one succeed, but corrupt systems kill people who challenge them. They just do. When you challenge enough wealthy, powerful men, someone will find a way to put an end to you. Unless we're actually really there to believe Jeffrey Epstein died when the cameras <laughs> died. and in the, in the... Again, it's a great right. example. The guards took a nap and the cameras died and the wealthy billionaire who'd been sex-trafficking women with other wealthy
0: billionaires decided to off himself. Come on. I mean, it's... Not outside of the realm of possibility, but what it, if you would have said that to me 20 years ago, I would have said, Come on, now I, I, I mean, it, it is probably more believable that that's the way it happened.
1: Well, it's, I would have said that 20 years ago about my own country. Historically, I would have said, Yeah, that happens, but that, that doesn't, doesn't happen, happen, happen here, here in America. But all right, let, here's actually an example that's going to sound off the wall, but I really mean this. We have an epidemic of teenage, especially teenage girl suicides. Everyone knows the numbers by now. It went up 50% because of the COVID lockdown idiocy. 50%. All right. Now, we we use a number like that. And what it does is it's not very human, right? It doesn't personalize something. But uh, to bring this home, somebody, a mother and father, just had Christmas, what, four or five months ago? And their baby girl wasn't there opening Christmas presents. And they didn't sit there and read Bible stories and celebrate that day. They sat and wept because their baby girl's gone. We just found out the Center for Disease Control, who was issuing the guidance to the schools that the schools followed, they did that on behalf of the teachers' unions. The teachers' unions gave our Center for Disease Control school guidance. The Center for Disease Control followed that political guidance, and teenage girls killed themselves. Not one person in power in the United States of America, not one is calling for arrests and trials and prison time for anyone at the CDC. The most extreme you'll get is well, someone should resign. Uh, uh, Maybe Trump will get elected and fire somebody. Firings? Teenage girls are dead. Teenage girls are dead for political reasons. I don't want to ever hear about firings again. Public trials on television, live, so we, the American people, can witness what was done and then Leavenworth for the
0: next 50 years of your life. Or there's nothing worth saving. But that won't, I mean, that won't happen um, because we have, deve- we've, we are a banana republic. No. Um, the only thing that's left is the takeover of the courts. And that. Might happen this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and so you don't get past that. I mean, this is something that we have been talking about. It's always bothered me that Nixon didn't go to jail. It bothered me that one of the Clintons didn't go to jail. Um, and I remember talking to uh, Mike Lee, who I think is, is rock solid. Yeah. Now, this is 15 years ago. And I said, we should arrest people when they break the law in the in the White House, the president. And uh, he said, hold on, careful. And I said, what? And he said, you don't want to become a country that arrests former presidents Mm -hmm. because you're quickly down the rabbit hole of a banana republic. But we are at that place to where if we don't. Fire and try the people who were involved with this whole thing with the judicial system and FBI spying on Donald Trump. If we don't arrest those people, not the low level people, but anyone directly involved with the Clinton campaign, um, if we don't arrest uh, and try Hunter Biden and most likely his father, too, we have there is no justice. We didn't even disbar the FBI lawyer
1: who lied so the FISA court would give a Correct. warrant to, to spy on not just an, an American citizen, Donald the Trump, president. The, uh, the the uh, the the opposing party of the president. This happened yeah. under Barack Obama. This was the president's opponent, and the FBI lawyer lied so the FISA court would spy on the guy. Forget prison time; he didn't get disbarred. This time next year, he'll be making half a million giving guest lectures at Harvard. Unless I realize that Mike Lee's concerns are warranted. You don't want to be the country. Yeah, you got to remember, that's always, that's 15 yeah, years ago. You don't want to be the country that arrests and tries the yeah. administration that just got kicked out. But I'm telling you, this federal system, now again, I want to clarify, states can be salvaged. We have great state power here. You're seeing it all over the place where you can have trustworthy systems. We do. We, we, that is a great thing about America right now. Our federal system is not salvageable without arrests and trials and prison it. time. for. And I don't just mean politicians. I don't just mean the Bidens. This administrative state has got to be cleaned out like both cleaning sides. out a deadly... Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. There's no question about it. The, the dep- of rot there and these people keep doing these things because no one ever gets in trouble mm-hmm. that's why they, well, well why does this keep happening you'll hear our side say this all the time how could we have another leak from the fbi to the new york times what do you mean how who got in trouble the last guy who did it didn't get in trouble that's how
0: and it, the last guy the last guys who were doing stuff they're now in the lighthouse House. In a higher role and position.
1: The last guy who did nothing happened to him. Right. So when you're you're some scumbag communist at the FBI and you want to trash the newest Project Veritas video or something like that, and you're thinking about going down to the New York Times and leaking it, do you even have a decision to make? Well, I can go trash my enemy and never get in trouble. Does he even have a moment where he says, oh... But the last guy who did that got 30 years in prison, I no. better not. He doesn't even have a moment. He no. doesn't even have a small concern. And look, unless you have a country where people in your government go to prison almost routinely, you don't have a country anymore. Who's the last major figure from the federal government? Not not the latest guy from Illinois. Who's the last major guy from the federal government that did significant prison time? Can anyone even name me one? Who, what, that congressman with weird hair from Ohio? What was his name? Oh, that me up, uh, yeah, Scotty yeah, yeah. And even that was just basic money yeah. corruption stuff. For government malfeasance that cost
0: people their lives, has there been a politician who's gone to jail? I think you'd have to go back to Nixon. <laughs> you'd have to go back to Nixon. Are you unhappy with your progressive glasses? I mean, because they're progressive, I'm always unhappy with progressives. Uh, but when it comes to glasses... I use rodent stock glasses, uh, and I got them from Better Spectacles now. Better Spectacles. It's a conservative American company. It's now uh, offering exclusively... The eyewear for the very first time in the U.S. Rodenstock. Now, this is a hundred and forty four year old German company that's been considered the world's gold standard for glasses. The scientists at Rodenstock use biometric uh, research to measure the eye in over seven thousand points. They've taken the findings from over a million patients and combined it with artificial intelligence. The result is Biometric intelligent glasses or big glasses, which gives you a seamless natural experience that works perfectly with your brain, improves your vision sharpness at all distances, no matter where you're looking. Go to betterspectacles.com slash Beck. Um, get a, a a teleoptical appointment right now. You, you don't have to even leave your comfort of your home to get them. They're offering an introductory 61% off their progressive eyewear plus free handcrafted Rodenstock stock frames. Don't settle with your eyesight. Get the best. Go big with biometrical intelligent glasses from Better Spectacles. That's betterspectacles.com slash Beck. betterspectacles.com slash Beck. Let's say you're right. And the states, because I I know you're right on this. The f- solution is local mm-hmm. and state. It's not going to happen any other way. No. Um, but the attack on the states will be through giant boycotts through the financial system. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we're doing with Russia. Nobody understands. That's the great reset right there. What you're seeing done to Russia If they're doing it to Putin, a man with 6,000 nuclear-tipped missiles, you don't think they're going to do it to the state of Florida? Of course they will. They
1: will. There's no question about it. And look, I, I, I don't want people to think this is going to be easy or fun, but we do have not just one state. There are a lot of states. There are a lot of people in this country who believe exactly what you believe and exactly what I believe. If we can make them more active and make them more purposeful with everything, including where they live, then we can actually make some wins. And I know people don't like when I say that, including where they live. And I understand everyone doesn't have a job or family situation where they can pack up and move to South Carolina. I get it. But if you can... You need to physically balkanize yourself and your family so you can live, work, and worship around people who share your values, and so you have some level of state protection. Let's say the federal government, and they will. We all know we're going there. Let's say the federal government just borderline declares war on the red states that that, that won't take part in this. That creates problems for them too. Significant economic problems, especially a lot of the red states can be almost completely self-sufficient, especially if they band together. And I'm not rooting for this. I want to be clear. I think this sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't want to grow up like this. Mm-hmm. I don't I have two sons. I don't want my sons to grow up like this. But nevertheless, this is where we are. Get your family out of these blue hell holes where you have a DA who'd love to throw you in prison for your bad Facebook post and get to a place where you have a sheriff you can trust, a DA you can trust, a place where the the moms and pops have taken over the school boards and your kid isn't learning to hate himself and his parents and his country anymore. Get to a place that shares your values. I mean, I live in the, the burbs. I live in blood red, rural Texas, blood red, Texas. When people from places, because I have friends, you know, New York, these other places, when they talk about their experience the last two years with COVID lockdowns, It's like we live in separate planets. Yeah. Separate planets. Yes. In July of of last year, uh, when Corona was hot and heavy around the country, we were having big neighborhood cookouts and July 4th parties. And my kids were in school, no masks on, big get togethers with their buddies. And I talked to people with families in places like New York. Their kids hadn't seen a friend in a year. Get to a place, an immediate place that shares your values, a county, a city, a state, so you, your kids can have some semblance of the life that we've all enjoyed growing up in, because it ain't going that way. And the way people are moving now out of New York, out of California, and the way these Soros funded DAs are turning America's cities into hellholes, it only gets worse from here. Let's remember New York just had an election. New York, and I love New York City. I'm not one of these New York no, haters. I I love, I've always enjoyed it. I, I love just think New New it's York. wonderful. Yeah. But I. I won't take my wife now. Last time I went, some guy was whizzing on the sidewalk at noon, dropped his pants in front of me at noon and peed in the sidewalk. People juicing up heroin, some dude with his hand down his pants. And New York witnessed all this after the lockdowns, and they observed all that and promptly went around and turned and voted another Democrat into office who hasn't done a thing for crime. Nothing. So it's not just that they're down. They're going down and going down fast. The red states are not.
0: What do you think of... um the situation with Ukraine? Are we, do you feel, I mean, something's not right. It is like we are eager for a war. It feels like that to me.
1: It feels like the great Afghanistan replacement is what it feels like. It feels that way. And and what's wild about this is, how much they use our values against us? Because I don't know a single person who doesn't look at some mom who just lost her husband in Ukraine and she had to flee to Poland and she's sitting there wondering what happened to her life. I don't know anybody who doesn't look at that mom and say, "Hey, let's help this woman." Right. Let's let's do whatever we can. Let's help this woman. Let's let's take all these widows and orphans and and take them in or do what we can. I, I don't know anyone who doesn't support that. Except we put
0: limits exactly. on the numbers that can be brought here yeah, to the United States in Afghanistan. Here, I mean, we didn't. Even if we don't bring them here. I mean, yes. Yeah. Let's get these people some help and support, we have the
1: president now calling for billions. We are we have congressmen going on television saying we're at war with Russia. That's verbatim what sitting congressmen are saying. We're announcing to the world, or the intelligence community is leaking to the world that we're giving the Ukrainians intel that's killing Russian generals. Now I don't care about Russia, and I don't care about Russian generals. But what would the American response be if we found out Russia just handed Iran intel so, on the location of James Madison? They blew up his car outside of his house.
0: We'd go ballistic. Oh, oh, oh we'd be demand war. Yeah. Come Congress would meet that night and it, it would is, go to war. What's insane is we we are beating our chest on that. You know we've always known Russia has always been involved. Vietnam, everything else, we know they're involved. Okay, they know that we know, and we know that they know that we we know. All right, but never that I can recall did our government members of our government, and it is from the Pentagon high-ranking uh, government officials are announcing it with pride. Well, this
1: is this is, basic, this is basic people skills that everyone has acknowledged as part of diplomacy. If I, uh, if I have a problem with my employer, with iHeart, with Premier, I can have a problem with Premier. I, I can sit down with Julie Talbot, head of Premier, and we can have a conversation. And Julie's so wonderful, we'd work it out, would be fine. Or I can go on Twitter and say, man, I can't believe what Premier did. They suck, and my career's over, and rightfully so. There's what's done in private, and there's what's done in public. You have a fight with your wife, that's fine. Have a fight with your wife, working out in private. The second you go public and put it on Facebook, now we got a whole different story. You can share intel Keep your mouth shut about it. Respectfully keep your mouth shut about it. You start telling the world, hey, look at this Russian general we smoked. Now we got big, big problems. And again, this goes back to the administrative state, though. That wasn't even Biden for all his problems and this moron and everyone who works for him. That came from the State Department. That came from NSA, CIA, these people who feel like gods because it says CIA on their business card. They're going to drag us into another nuclear war. It's
0: crazy. Well, a nuclear war. I can't, I mean, if I, and I did describe some of it, but I just, the madness that is happening right now. If I would have said 20 years ago, and we'll be looking at nuclear war with Russia, because we'll be picking a fight with them. I haven't thought of nuclear war since I was a kid. I would feel more
1: comfortable if we were having this tit for tat with China, because China is a power not equal to ours, but at least closer. Russia's a fading empire. Their birth rate sucks. They've never. They have no military. No, and for a country that vast, even their resources aren't that spectacular. Yeah, there's oil and grain, but they've never. They just their military's painted rust. You're picking a fight with a dying, cornered animal. That's not good. We can support the, the people who are hurting in Ukraine without waking up every single day and giving Russia a brand new middle finger on national television. Oh, and by the way, there are rumors that Putin's dying himself. Right. And the backups to Putin—you see all these people on TV. oh, get rid of Putin, Lindsey Graham. Oh, let's assassinate Putin. Does anyone understand that oh, there yes. are hardcore Russian nationalists who make Putin look like an innocent puppy dog who yeah. will take over when Putin's gone? Yeah, that doesn't—that's not a defense of Putin. But how many times do we have to play this game, oh. Glenn? Stop getting involved. Washington. Washington warned about it in his
0: farewell address. He He
1: said these freaking people in Europe are always fighting. Stay here and keep your mouth shut. If
0: we would have listened to George Washington, who says, stop with the two parties. Mm. Stop with foreign entanglements. The last, I think, honest farewell address came from Eisenhower, who didn't just say the military industrial complex. He said the the uh, educational industrial complex as well, because the government will need studies. And once that money starts flowing, they will give the answer the government wants. Of course.
1: Not that Eisenhower
0: Eisenhower would know anything about. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I know. And then Reagan at the end of his. We're not teaching history. We're going to lose our history, and then you lose your freedom. Those three presidents, if we just would listen to those three presidents, they, they, they warned us every step of the way. They did.
1: They did. And look, you mentioned the, the, that was a great point about the, the academic world and the grant money and stuff like that. This is another thing that's out there is the medical communities become infected and ruined. Oh, not yeah. obviously all of it, but it's terrible. The science community is infected and ruined. And why does that happen? Uh, because Joe money. Nerd, he wants that ten million dollars in grant right. money. Well, we need a study. We're with the EPA, and hey, Joe, we uh, we got ten million dollars for you here. We'd love a study on man-made climate change. You, do you want ten million, Joe? What does Joe Nerd know that that study needs to show for his $10 million? He knows. And then eventually Joe Nerd presents his study. The EPA holds it up. CNN's running with it that afternoon. We have confirmation from Joe Nerd. He went to Harvard for 30 years. I told you climate change was real. So the system just keeps serving itself and empowering itself and
0: rotting and rotting and rotting
1: without anything stopping it from within.
0: It is. um, We haven't really changed as people since really. I mean, the beginning of the time, we're just we have we've had this flash of American um, decency. No, we've not been perfect, but this flash of decency where man could be left alone and it it just rotted over time. And we're we're now seeing, oh, my gosh, these these people will go back to serfs and lords and mm-hmm. all of that. Oh, we will. It's
1: a, look, I mean, we don't have to celebrate that, but isn't that the inevitable? That's, that's the inevitable turning, right? When, when nations get wealthy and fat and happy, like, like they all have. The, the mongols did it remember what was that khan uh, kublai khan mm-hmm. who brought in grass from the from the from the steppe from the asian steppe into his chinese palace so he could remind himself and others where they came from he used to rotate people out of china back to live in the crappy steppe so they wouldn't lose their edge nations have been figuring this out forever trying to fight it against this uh oh we're rich and fat now how do we mm-hmm. avoid
0: going down and no one's ever figured it out in the end so um, so let me talk about some of. The stuff that's going on Um, all of the Senate, 100 percent, every single one of them voted to protect the Supreme Court. But half of them will not tell the people marching in front of the Supreme Court houses, Mm -hmm. knock it off that's so cl- if i understand terrorism the definition right it is to create fear and terror until you get your way on a political objective that's exactly what they're doing they're terrorizing that neighborhood it is also against the law to do anything to try to get a judge to reverse his decision nobody's calling for arrests nobody's calling nobody is even saying I, I'm sure you did. I know I did on January 6th. Stop it right now. This is wrong. Get out of the Capitol. Stop it. Where where is anybody on the left? And how do we control? How do we expect anything but more violence when no one will speak out against it except the side without power? Well, Even if they speak,
1: who's going to enforce it? Because we, how many times have we had a conversation about the FBI? They don't care about it. But look, I, I try to explain this to people and people don't want to believe this. And I totally understand why people don't want to believe this, Because this is a, it's a tough pill to swallow. Uh, you look at Mao's Red Guards. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you're dealing with here. And people don't want to think the crazy lady with pink hair and a bunch of piercings in her face is the Khmer Rouge. That she's capable of doing everything they did. Because it's just,
0: it's a bridge too far. But didn't we learn that? From seeing the polls, the polls without really anything too terribly crazy. Nobody was starving during covid and they were willing to take your children away from you. They're willing they're willing to put you in prison if you didn't
1: mask up. I'm glad you said it because I tell this to people all the time you better go back to COVID and learn a lot of lessons. And one of the main ones you better learn is which one of your neighbors is going to be more than happy to turn you into the authorities for wrong thing, because there were lots of them, lots, lots of people in this country thought no mask on, lose your job and go to prison. I mean, Let's be honest, Glenn, the president of the United States of America. I know this has kind of gotten glossed over because he screws everything else up. In my opinion, this was the worst moment of his presidency. And no one agrees with me on this. Donald Trump. When the president said Joe Biden, Joe Biden, when Joe Biden said pandemic of the unvaccinated and kept repeating that. I can't think, and I'm sure you'll probably know, and I I couldn't think of it. I can't think of another time in history where a U.S. president pointed to half his population, 30, 40 percent, and said, you're the enemy. This is your fault. You have to go back to the Civil War. But even Lincoln didn't say that. Exactly. The pandemic of the unvaccinated was dismissed as some presidential talking point. That's a big deal. And then he followed that up by saying, not only is this your fault, you should be fired. The, that didn't come from some loser on the street corner out in front of Alito's house. That came it from the office of the president of the United States of America. And it
0: wasn't just the president saying it. They picked up the phone and started calling corporations mm-hmm. Calling social media and saying you've got to do something about
1: it. Became, it became a talking point.
0: Yeah, we play a montage
1: of it all the time. It became a talking point. Media, media, corporation, corporation. It became a pandemic of the unvacc- pandemic of the unvaccinated. That came from the office of the presidency. That's not a small thing. I don't know how you put that band back
0: together. Yeah, when um, uh, when you were younger and you saw movies, the dystopian future where. I worked for the corporation and people were saying, oh, that's all it is. And the flag with all the corporate, you know, logos is the stars that came out 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Plus, I remember going, give it a rest. Demolition. Yeah. Yeah. They're right. Mm -hmm. Now, where did they go? How are they not seeing every dystopian thing you wrote, you produced, you said was coming all of the ideal it's all right here
1: and you're for it well i mean there's so much to it they demoralized the country on perfect on on purpose this 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 started back in the 50s right they started demoralizing the country take over the education system you don't have to go teach leninism to fifth graders you just have to teach them your country kind of sucks hey let's do american history today class Mm -hmm. what's american history well uh Let's see. We slaughtered the Native Americans. Oh, let's, we, we, slavery. Slavery. Uh, and then, Hiroshima. Then Jim Crow. Yep, we nuked a couple Japanese cities. Up. Oh, looks like we're out of time, class. That's America. Have a good one. Yeah. And we did this for decade after decade. And now, I know this was a wake-up call for a lot of people, the Black Lives Matter Antifa riots after St. George Floyd died. The volume of people. This was not a city. This was every major American city was full Of people, young people who hate the United States of America, corporation after corporation after corporation going out there, professional athletes, entertainment, professors, every single, every cultural pillar that holds up a country. Uh, I lost my church, Glenn. I lost my church during that church we loved, church we'd gone to forever. Pastor gets up there on Sunday after St. George Floyd dies, gives a sermon about white privilege, every cultural pillar has been infected and taken Mm -hmm. over. And so now none of them are a check on the other president gets up and says, pandemic of the unvaccinated in 1960, how many Hollywood stars would come out and say, Whoa, 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 check yourself. How many professors, how many news organizations now? President says it, Hollywood repeats it. Professors repeat it. It's it's when there's no check on any part of the system. It's just become a big rotten, corrupt
0: ball. That's not fixable. And there's unless we change the attitudes on the understanding of the First Amendment and the freedom of speech. But we've got I mean, look at what we've raised. If you have a child that was born after 1990, guarantee you they got a trophy for crap they didn't do. Mm. You know what I mean? So and they know that's bull crap. And. And now they're going to work for something. Why would you work for something? Why would you risk anything after COVID? We don't risk anything. Mm-hmm. How are you an entrepreneur if you think things are easy and you're a, you are, your risk tolerance is very low? You don't. You don't, and you were just trained for two years
1: out virus. That's a virtually no risk for you. Put on your double mask, Jaden. Right, go, go back to your and room and shut down businesses. Hide in your bubble. All the small businesses are closed. Let's wipe out the global economy. Just hide. No, no, no. You can't see your friends. I mean, no. You're a boy. My goodness. Don't get dirty. Don't skin your knee. That'd be the end of the world. Just hide in your room and do your anti-bullying programs with your social studies teacher on your computer. That'll work out well. Well, look what we've got. Now, that's the bad news. The good news is those of us who didn't do that, were raising children who are going to dominate this next generation oh, of losers.
0: I know. I, uh, yeah. I kept, uh, I, I've, I've said for the longest time, you go ahead and take those trophies. And when, when all is said and done... You know, my kid is going to need somebody that says, hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? Because that's really true. We are training to just. I don't know, be a cog. We're not even trained. Nobody's being taught to think anymore, to challenge. That is the American way. Well, isn't that intentional, though? Yes. I mean,
1: they've been doing this for... I mean, I tell... I say this to people all the time, and they say it sounds dehumanizing, but I hate communists, so I don't care. I don't care if it is dehumanizing. You need to think about these people like robots, not like people like robots. And I'm not actually saying that to be insulting for once. These people don't think. They really do not think. And... They don't want to think, and that's so hard for people to accept. Because you want to think, I want to, I want to, I want to read a bunch of stuff. What is a the bunch point of, stuff. of life a, if I'm you're not think thinking? They don't want to because there's so much comfort in just going up to the hive mind and just being programmed. Get your software update. Right, what, are we, what are we mad about now? Change your hashtag on your on your social media. I need to know what my talking points are. I need to know what to care about. I need to know exactly what you, what to do, and that's a comfortable life. Hey, you just let me plug in and give me an upload. And then I'll know
0: we are living Atlas Shrugged. How long has it been since you read it? I think Elon Musk is is Reardon. Well, I'm trying to think if we are, because
1: I've never believed that we were going to I never believe Atlas Shrugged could be real in the sense that they would people would purposely pull out. People will purposely separate. People, we are
0: separated. Oh, no, I, I, um, we're living it. We're not at the end. Oh. That's all. We're not there. But in some way, we are seeing some people that are starting to pull out. Uh, Elon Musk is not a dummy. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly, I hope, what he is facing. You know what I mean? I don't agree. You don't? I don't think he
1: knows what he's facing or he wouldn't do it. No, I hope I'm wrong. And, uh, look, I, I I don't dislike him. I don't like him. I don't care. I, I think it's great what he's doing. I think if Elon Musk knew exactly what he was getting into and exactly how evil his opposition was, I don't think he would do it. I would say the same thing about Donald Trump. And like, like you mentioned, you sat down that he didn't realize. Look, in well, his he defense, does now. They, oh, he does now. In his offense, I didn't realize. I, mm-hmm. I think when people fully understand how powerful the forces of evil are out there right now against anyone who wants
0: to change it, I think you would have both. Most people sit it out. I think so, too. But there are the I mean, Donald Trump, I, I don't know this for a fact, but I don't think he's shying away from the fight. I think he'd go back in again if the right said, you're our man. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think he's done. Well, it's not everybody, obviously. Yeah. Look,
1: and we're going to need these guys again. I, bet I, we, are. I, 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 we need these guys going forward. We have to have them. That we will need great men to lead us at some point in time here. We just will as we go down this road. The problem is, we're going to have to start, and this is going to be ugly, it's going to be terrible, we're going to have to start accepting leadership from people who aren't exactly our ideal people. Because we have this in our mind. I mean, speaking of George Washington, we were talking about it earlier. We have this stately man, six foot four, up on a horse, charging the British with a saber in his hand. You know, did not tell a lie, which, of course, garbage. (laughs) But, I mean, great human being, by all accounts. And we're waiting for the next Washington to come. Well, history don't make a lot of Washingtons.
0: The guys who are going to lead us are going to have warts. Right. So, so Washington is, I mean, you know, me, I'm a, you know, a a history geek, just like you are. Mm -hmm. Um, And Washington is the one guy I cannot find bad stuff about. I mean, I can find it from his mom. In the second uh, the second um, uh, run up to the election, she didn't want him to run. So she came out and said, you don't know the extravagance of this man. You do not know how much he spends on ice cream, which makes me great. That's the worst really I can find on him. That's verifiable. Abraham Lincoln. He had such a horrible, horrible childhood. He became a really bad guy young Um, And had a lot of problems, got found his bottom and turned it around. We have people now that will have the same kind of childhood as as Lincoln make huge mistakes but all they do now is just blame it on the parents, blame it on the situation, blame it, whatever. But isn't Lincoln a prime example of what I'm talking about, Glenn? I mean, Lincoln, yes. is,
1: Lincoln is revered right now. Obviously, Lincoln's revered. He's thought of as the guy who you know ended slavery in the country. Lincoln suspended habeas corpus. Yeah, Lincoln is not L- that. L- you're going to have to do things that make you and me uncomfortable right. to fix this. And I don't like that. I don't celebrate that. But if you didn't like that, we shouldn't have let the roots grow so
0: Correct. deep. Correct. The I roots mean, are but, so
1: deep now, we're gonna have to yank out some lawn to get them out. The,
0: the suspension of habeas corpus, however, though, is constitutional. It is in a time of rebellion. And he
1: also wanted to deport all the black people <laughs> no, in Liberia. Know. I mean, no, and know. again, this is not this is not me pounding yeah, yeah, on yeah. Abraham Lincoln. It's just we're gonna need leaders.
0: Yes. And they're not gonna be saints. And the, they the, can't be. The the leader the greatest thing about George Washington is not his Record with no blemish. It's that he let go of power. That is 100% the greatest thing. Well, that and shooting British people in the face. <laughs> but you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, did, he let and, and go, go of it. power. We don't have a single person that will let go of power. Look at Barack Obama. What's he do? He leaves. He comes up with this, you yeah, know, he leaves. Yeah, he leaves and he comes up with his, uh, you know, his Obama Foundation, like the Clinton Foundation. And all they do is just pull strings from the side. Where is the Harry Truman that just goes home? Well, I've brought this up before.
1: Of The problem is we don't have a nation full of patriot leaders now. It sounds so cliche and hokey to say patriotism, right? But that really is the big problem we have. Early on, I mean, people, people don't realize how many generals' sons have died in our wars in the past. General Sons? What? General Sons supposed to get that cushy gig scrambling eggs behind the wire if he even joins at all. Let's get an exemption for the... No, 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 no. Teddy Roosevelt was over there trying to fight in World War One, and when he couldn't, mm-hmm. his sons went over and died or got wounded in the whole thing. There was a, a belief in America and a feeling of duty to America. But then again, what we have now, it's not just that our cultural system's rotted, it's that our highest levels are rotted. The, the greatest thing we could do, practical thing, for America, would be to take the top 50 universities in the country and fire every employee and raise the buildings to the ground. And I don't say that to be extreme, these places, Harvard, Harvard is much more important than just one college. It produces the next Fortune 500 Mm -hmm. CEO, the next guy who sits on the Supreme Mm -hmm. Court, the next president of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. Have you seen what these people are learning at Harvard? Not only are they morons now, they hate the United States of America. So now you've filtered all your cultural leaders through a dirty jockstrap of Harvard. And now you wonder why the water tastes bad at the end. We don't have cultural leaders like that now. Our greatest cultural leaders from South Africa. Hmm. It's true. Where are we at? Where
0: are well, all the I kind of men? actually, a part of me likes that because, I mean, he's a he's an African-American <laughs> uh, uh, and he's an immigrant. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I like the fact that it's an immigrant. Nobody will say that, like, just like they would never say that, you know, we treated the last first lady like a dump and she was she was a, a, a foreigner uh, a, a former communist country? Did not she speak like
1: seven languages yeah. or something like yeah. that? At a total dime, too. Yeah, just total knockout. <laughs> yeah. and look, people say that. Look, it 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 looks good for the country to have a dime as the first lady.
0: So, what is your um? What are we headed towards? Just let's take it the summer with the Supreme Court, not just abortion, but we have a really important gun Second Amendment uh, case. Um, We have a couple of really important religious cases coming. Supreme Court is going to have balls and strikes. Uh, This
1: Roe versus Wade thing, I'm still not convinced it'll go through, but let's assume it does, because I'm very hopeful on that. That's
0: an issue I'm passionate about. I just talked to Mike Lee today, and he said... Absolutely. It's going through. He didn't say that to me a week ago. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: And look, they're going to disappoint you in the next one. Yeah. And we're going to lead up to 2022. And what's going to happen is the communists are just going to get more and more crazy because they don't have to look. Their greatest strength is the fact that they don't have a uh, stop button. They don't mm-hmm. have a reverse button. They don't know mm-hmm. how to do that. It's a religion of destruction. So they wake up every day and that's the God they have to serve. So they'll continue to ramp up the crazy. Right. There's no one in the in the Democrat party that's going to look around right now and say, should we dial it down or not? <laughs> no, no one's going <laughs> yeah. to say that. Right. So they'll ramp up the crazy and ramp up the crazy. And then 2022 will happen. And everyone will wake up. They'll be watching that night. Everyone will be sipping on a bourbon, celebrating as we sweep the House and take the Senate and things like that, when really you should be celebrating, but for a different reason, because we're going to wake up that next morning and we're going to own more school boards than we've ever owned in this country in about 50, 60 years. And that's how we take back the United States of America. School boards, state legislatures, sheriff's office, district attorneys. You can celebrate the House and Senate. And I'll be happy about that too. Fine, fine. Put a check on that idiot in the White House. House. The no, school boards you. are where it's won. No, the I'm school boards you. are where it's won. The federal government, forget them. Locally, we have so
0: much we can still protect and preserve and be proud of. And people don't understand how close things are. I had to, I had to teach a class and it ran late on Saturday and I was going to go vote in my local city. I get home and my wife said, did you get to vote? And I'm like, oh, no, I didn't. That night- I heard that the election was decided by one vote and I, I was beside myself all night. So it turns out it went the other direction by six, but that was just a really stark Mm -hmm. reminder when you're dealing with local issues, it, it is not a big movement. It means you go out and vote because your vote actually may be the one that changes everything. Well, federal elections are liposuction. Local elections are a workout plan.
1: That's the difference. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, the how you wake up on after after Election Day in 2022, we have the House and Senate. Everyone's high five and life is good. Because that's instant, right? It's, it's sexy, right? Mm-hmm. Congress got a little pin on your chest mm-hmm. and fancy suit. I'm on Fox News that night. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn Beck's going to invite me on a show. <laughs> right. Looks good, right? Looks good. Feels good. right? But the blocking and tackling of the school boards and local races, that's what pays real dividends 20, 30 years. So now we just don't get that instant gratification of it. You don't get to see it. It'll, it'll be, it's not tangible. Start raising a generation of patriots and watch this country change.
0: But it's, we got a long way to go. It is also interesting that you don't know when you really pay attention. You, it is all, for a lot of it, it's just name recognition. Yeah. Who did I see on the corner? You know, I mean, what's the last sign I saw? We, we, we have got to get our organizations to start putting together voting guides, local voting guides, and this have the principles and the, and the policies. So you can go that one or that one, that one or that one, that one or that one, mm-hmm. but it, it, that's spotty at best. But we're starting. Uh, one of my friends, Ryan
1: Gerdusky actually has something called the 1776 project, not raising money for Congress or Senator, or the governor, or the sexy things all about school boards. They're winning school board races right now across the country. Now that's one but there are going to be more. Oh, yeah. They're starting. We're starting to realize this that COVID, as is, is horrible as this, these lockdowns were, and of course, it's going to crash the global economy and put us in a Great Depression. It was you, excuse- You're not
0: saying that. You believe that.
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Too. We're already in a recession, yeah. and, and it's going to be very, very deep, and you have to jack interest rates up so much because you morons printed out trillions of dollars when you stopped the economy. You so now you, you're going to avoid hyperinflation. You're going to jack interest rates up. You're going to put us in a Great Depression. There's no question. And in my opinion, there's no question about it, but at least- Parents got to witness what little Aiden, Jaden, and Brayden were learning in school, and they were mortified, yes. and now they're angry and involved. Yeah, That was the ultimate miscalculation by the communists in this country. They didn't realize, maybe they did, but I don't think they realized just how much owning the education system was everything to them. Everything. You could have it all take, take everything, take the FBI, take it all. Give me the schools. Lenin knew it. Everyone's known it. Give me, give me the young generation, give me the schools. And they didn't. It was a horrible miscalculation as a handout to the teachers unions. You sent all those kids home and you taught them to hate America. Only now you taught them to hate America in the living room. And mom's right there. And dad's right there. What? Wait a bit. What'd you, what'd you just look, what'd that teacher say? And that was maybe the biggest political blunder in American history. It may be the saving grace. It might might have saved us. Yeah. It is great to have you. It's an honor for me.
0: It's an an honor for me. Thank you. God bless. Just a reminder, I'd love you to rate and subscribe to the podcast and pass this on to a friend so it can be discovered by other people.